The question isn't how, the question is what's required. It's a beautiful quote by a sister named Jessica Palmer, a quote that I read just hours before I was about to record this episode, which is all about what is required to go on this journey of self-acceptance. What's required mentally, emotionally and spiritually to be able to look at our good, our bad and our ugly. So let's get into it. Kia ora, I'm Jade. Welcome to Watapana, the podcast that empowers us as women to reclaim our unique power through accepting all parts of who we are, the good, the bad and the ugly. To create change, we must be the change that we wish to see. The conversations and teachings of this podcast are being called in and co-created to keep our fires lit as we stand to answer our callings as sovereign individuals while knowing that our work is all connected to a greater web. Sisters, this journey is not all pretty, in fact it's far from it. It's hairy and it's scary and because of that it requires radical responsibility and I'm here to hold a space for all of it. So, let us continue. Kia ora, welcome back to another episode of Watapana. So as mentioned, um, we're going to be jumping into what is actually required to go on this deeper journey of self-acceptance. What's actually required to pull up the hood or open the door on all of the good, the bad, the ugly and have a look at it. What what does that take? So we'll be dissecting that and jumping into it and a few sharing a few stories and metaphors to bring it all home. Um, as you listen further, you'll, you'll understand that I love... I love a good metaphor, I love a good story, part of my, um, part of my self-declared training is really making sure that the stories and metaphors that I do tell do come full circle and round, come back around to really emphasise the point. So you might, you know, learn a few things about storytelling in this podcast as well because just based on the amount that I love to tell stories. So before I jump into that, um, I wanted to take a moment just to unpack yesterday, which was the official launch of Watapana and putting up the very first episode. I wanted to, <laughs> I wanted to share with you the real experience because whilst on social media, you know, I was sharing links and saying, oh, we're now live, you know, fam, we're now live, go and check out the podcast, go and check it out. And it was all like a celebration. I wanted to let you in on some of the stuff behind the scenes that actually took place so I went I went and I trust that it serves I trust that it serves because I think we live in a world where you can see the shiny and you can see the end product but there's not too much of the well what happened to get there and I really want to make sure that that is that is included along the journey especially for this space and this podcast so um Take it back to say Friday. Um, I had been learning about Maramataka, which is all around the cycles of the moon that our people um, in New Zealand, um, our indigenous people, followed these cycles of the moon to know when to um, know when to take action, know when to rest. And you know, this is there are astrological references to that. So where I actually first 
got clued up on this was my mum sharing that she went on to a webinar and she was learning about maramataka and I didn't really understand. Then the next example that I, or the next piece of the puzzle or the next breadcrumb to drop in was, um, you know, a brother on Facebook sharing about some really epic astrological shifts and changes that were happening um, in the universe. So I was reading up on that. And then I remembered what my mum was sharing with me and I thought, okay, I better ring her and find out. So long story short, I received the Maramataka calendar and it's, you know, based on the world of um, in Te Ao Māori, right? But also when I shared this with my partner, who I mentioned in the first episode, comes from the Cook Islands, he was like, yeah, that's, you know, we have those calendars and, you know, pretty much everyone knows when it's a good time to plant, when's a good time to fish, when's a good time to cut your hair, like all the different times and it's it's kind of, you know, that's that's knowledge that's handed down. And so I, on my journey, I'm really wanting to get back into, um, you know, learning about the ways that my, that are carried throughout my culture. So I decided on the Friday, we had, or I had a wānanga um, actually scheduled with a, with a client, well, she's more like a peer, like a client, like, we go deep, right? And um, she was going to come around and we were going to do a wānanga and go deep into workshop. Wānanga means workshop. Uh, we were going to go deep into what our next steps are for Te Whare Wānanga or Ahure, which is a community space on Facebook, which we, which is where we teach human design and um, and shadow work, etc. And we're going to have a, a workshop, a wānanga. And on the Friday, after looking at the calendar, um, I was like, oh, actually, no, it's not a good idea to hold a wānanga, to hold a workshop, to cultivate ideas and to, you know, bring ideas into fruition because of, you know, the space that we're in. And for a lot of you, you know that, um, you know, the solstice was happening, which is the same thing, but except it's not called solstice and on the Māori calendar. Um, and it was just a, not a good time to do any work. So we called that off. And uh, what I also did was decided not to launch the podcast until Tuesday, which was the next day of the week where it was said to be good to plant new seeds. So that's what I followed. And I was really, really like um, excited about, you know, following these these um, ancient practices and really honoring them. And Tuesday morning came around and I went out and I did a bit of shopping in the morning, came back and I was all ready to push play on the podcast. And what actually happened was I missed the memo. Well, I was just, you know, it's just part of learning and, and also just being a rookie that it takes, you know, up to 48 hours to actually go live on the major platforms like Spotify and then also like with iTunes that can take up to a week but I already knew that but Spotify was the main one because I use Spotify a lot and I know that a lot of my audience uses Spotify so when I saw that it was like not live on Spotify and I had just like done all of this hype to say that we're going live on Tuesday um my confidence dropped a little bit and I was like oh you know, at first I was like, maybe I've broken something. And I spent like two hours just checking and going through the um, the knowledge base on the website for the platform that I'm using. And I was, 
you know, YouTubing and trying to find my answers. Had I broken something or was I missing something? And all the while throughout this process of trying to find my answers, I was getting really, really discouraged about like what was happening. It was like, for me, I wanted the podcast launch to just go perfectly and for me to be able to share the links and for it to go smoothly, but it didn't. And, um, like, to be honest, I was, I was gutted about that. And, um, and I could feel it starting to like snowball a little bit and I could literally feel my head like pulsing, you know, I was getting tense in my shoulders and that. And that was the point where I was like, okay, like, let's just take a breath. Let's just stop and take a moment just to really zoom out and have a look at what, look, have a look at the bigger picture that Wadapana is out in the world. It's out on Anchor, which is the platform that I created this, that I'm creating this podcast on. It's out. It's, it's live, right? And I've honored my process of waiting until Tuesday. I've have honored my commitment of launching it on Tuesday. Like, I just took that moment to zoom out and really reground and refocus. And yeah, from there I was like, you know what? I'm going to write my post. I'm going to be transparent that it's not on the other platforms yet. Um, but here it is. And so, yeah, I spent a chunk of time yesterday or on Tuesday really just like being like there was a little bit of poor me you know poor me that this didn't go so smoothly and look those moments happen and what I feel like this share is all about is understanding that those moments are going to happen but we do also want to take ownership to kind of call ourselves on them and and really just catch up to speed with what's really happening like take zoom out and be like is this something that we actually need to stew over and like put all of our energy into or is this something that we can just let ride out and funnily enough by I think it was 8 p.m yeah it was around 8 p.m because that's when I finished up my te reo maori class that I noticed that the podcast was live on Spotify right so it didn't take 48 hours it just took a couple more hours than expected and I think had I had had I have kept the snowball going it would have just gotten worse and worse and worse so it's really important to you know just stop and honor that things are getting a bit rocky things are getting tense when we're not when things aren't going the way that we expected so I just wanted to share that with you from yesterday and I trust it serves so just having a sip of my tea I'm totally making up the rules on this podcast as I go along I'm like to sip tea or not to sip tea, like which, I'm like, hell yeah, I'm going to sip tea, so let's now move into what we came here to really share and, and absorb, which is what is required to go on this deeper journey, and I've already touched on a few of these examples through my first story, and I'm going to share a handful of core pillars that really uphold anybody's journey of self-acceptance. Going on the journey of deep self-acceptance is going to be held up by these pillars that I share. And I'm not going to give you a number. I'm not going to be like, oh, the five pillars, right? There could be five, but there also could be six, right? And there also might be four. So let's just have the conversation. Um, so 
when I was writing or journaling on this piece, I looked at it this way. If self-acceptance is the job, right, the journey, then radical self-responsibility outlines the duties that we must commit to, to achieve the journey, okay? And I'm going to be talking about what radical responsibility, what radical self-responsibility, I I like to say radical responsibility because it kind of flows a bit better, but you get the idea. I want to, in this episode, outline what radical responsibility entails, like what sits underneath that banner, right? And these are pillars that you can start to put in your toolkit and to, to check yourself against as you journey along. As, you, as, you, as each step you take unfolds, you can check yourself to see where you're at. So the first, these are in no order, by the way, because I, I, I feel them all so powerfully. Um, I couldn't put them in an order, okay, because they're all equal. They all have their place in upholding, you know, in upholding the journey, right, to help you on this journey and to help us, right, I say us because I am still on this journey, I will forever be on this journey, so the first one that I've got here is what's required to go on this journey of deeper self-acceptance, to look at our good, our bad and our ugly and to accept all of it, is 10 out of 10 willingness, okay, this phrase I learned from a brother, Christian, Christian with a K, um, on a retreat that I was on on in 2019. We were in Melbourne. Where were we in Melbourne? We were, ooh, um, down south, down south. I forget the name. I will drop in soon. But we were on a retreat, and we were learning. Um, we were immersed in the masculine and feminine energies and and how we were doing this is uh, we were learning to embody masculine and feminine energy through um, bachata and Christian teaches bachata so a few of the brothers had teamed up and we come together to learn about you know masculine feminine energy on a deeper level and also really practice to embody it Because embodying knowledge is where it's at. So Christian brought this phrase up and then I kind of just adopted it. (laughs) And like every time I talk to him, I'm always referencing 10 out of 10, 10 out of 10 willingness. And so I pay homage to him because, you know, it came from, it came from him and he's kind of connected to it in a way. Still, every time I use it, I I feel his presence. (laughs) So 10 out of 10 willingness is speaking to the part of us that might not be 100% ready or 10 out of 10 ready, 10 out of 10 courageous, 10 out of 10 confident. We might not be any of these things, but in any moment for any choice, we can be 10 out of 10 willing, willing to have a go. So you don't need to be 10 out of 10 ready confident or courageous but on this journey you must be 10 out of 10 willing willing 
to have a go, willing to turn and face what's going to come up, turn, uh, 10 out of 10 willing to own and to take ownership for all the other pillars that I'm about to unpack. So I trust that that makes sense. The next one, or oh, before I go on, 10 out of 10 willingness supports us when courage is at a 1 out of 10, okay? And oftentimes when we're going to start something or we're going to up-level, courage is at a 1 out of 10, all right? So that's what makes the 10 out of 10 willingness so powerful is because if we can just commit to having our willingness at 10 out of 10, then we'll always start, we'll always go for things and we'll always commit. So the next one is ownership. What's required on this journey to deeper self-acceptance is ownership. Ownership of our thoughts, our behaviours, our stories, all of it. We are literally, when we go on this journey, we are journeying through the land of no excuses or justifications. Our, our stories and our justifications do not matter on this journey. They do nothing for us except for giving us full insight into where we're protecting ourselves. And as I said, this is all sitting under the banner of radical responsibility. So at this point, you know, really lean into, if you're hearing some of these things and thinking, geez, this is a bit harsh. This is the journey, sisters. So ownership of everything in our experience is a must. Okay? Because when we go to look at something that's a bit scary and hairy, if we're not practicing you know, full ownership, then when something gets hairy and scary, it's like, oh, we'll just let ourselves off. And that, that's not going to be useful on the journey. So, moving on to our next one, I think we're up to our third one, is communication. And there's ownership that's needed here. Everything, you know, responsibility means ownership, right? And so it's all being woven together like as I'm speaking this out I can feel how it's woven together so our next one our third one is all about owning our communication how we respond and how we react okay um how we're communicating with ourselves and with others right so understanding that our communication is influenced by our conditioning so that's why I put the thoughts and the behavior, owning our thoughts, behaviors, stories, all of that first, because we need to understand that how we then communicate to ourselves and to other people is based on our conditioning, right? Which is all those things. Our conditioning then affects our communication and our communication affects our connection with other people. So... My connections with others and others' perceived connections with myself and other people are all just indicators of where we're conditioned, right? So really just sit, pardon me, really just sitting with that and allowing it to sink in, okay, about how important our communication towards self and others can be. It can show us a whole lot if 
we're really willing to look. Clear communication also includes actually communicating clearly, right? Even when it's difficult, even when it may suck, even when it'd be easier just to not say anything. Really clearly communicating um, is important on this journey, all right? There's so much that can be hidden from not saying something. This we can we can stay in safety by not speaking our truth. So, I'll just leave that one there. Um, let's move on to the fourth one. Um, I've got this one here. Stories, the stories that we tell ourselves, like really honestly looking at these stories like being radically honest okay that's like two and one let me go with honesty first because that's come up for a reason honesty is the epitome of self-responsibility when we can call out ourselves on our own behaviors, how we're treating ourselves, how we're treating others, the way that we're thinking, when we can call that out on ourselves before anyone else can, that is honesty. That is honesty. Okay. Um, now back to the story piece. I think we're up to our fifth one. Just knowing, really knowing in your heart that a story is still a story, no matter how true it is. Let me break it down for you like this. A story is still a story based on a character that somewhere, somehow has formed certain beliefs, has got certain thoughts running around and certain experiences. And it's all not real. So whenever we're caught up on telling our story, okay, getting our story across, having our story be heard, just remember and keep in mind what is the point behind that story? What's, what's really being said by pushing that story, by needing that story to be said? And asking that question with honesty can unlock so much on your journey to deeper self-acceptance because it shines a spotlight on what's really being said. When we tell a story, it's a form of protection in some cases. So... As I said, I'm just going to check back in here and just remind all of us that we are talking about the pillars of radical responsibility. Now, let's see what else we've got. Okay. Um, boundaries, emotions and needs. Okay. Communicating these clearly. Clear communication. This kind of, I think this kind of falls under clear communication. At this point, I'm giving up on the numbers and the, the structures of where these sit. And I just trust that you're enjoying the conversation. So boundaries, emotions and needs and being able to communicate these and express these healthily. Right. This is this is the core of the actual work. Right. We need to learn what a boundary is and what it isn't. For example, I tell the story and I give this example in all of my spaces that there's boundaries and then there's barricades, right? Barricades, like a boundary is meant to shock people on, you know, both parties. Like when you put a boundary in place, 
it's not just keeping someone out like it teaches you a lesson and the other person a barricade is just a big big old concrete fence being put up in between you and what hurts and it's easy to build that fence right so really learning what these things are what does it mean to express emotions what does that process look like and what is it more importantly what does it feel like in your body being able to communicate your needs this comes back to communication right really honestly communicating your needs with vulnerability so though that's what's needed as well so i'm gonna end this end this one on on describing what radical self-responsibility is to me there's really looking at normal responsibility and radical responsibility and i'm going to break down the two normal responsibility is doing what suits when it suits and you're still ticking the box normal responsibility is taking calculated actions Normal responsibility is getting things done when you understand them and all the instructions are clear and the path is is clear. That's normal responsibility. And we can feel a sense of achievement from ticking those things. But radical responsibility, people, that, that doesn't always suit us. And it's not always at an ideal time when we're being called. Radical responsibility doesn't always add up. Radical responsibility doesn't always make sense. And radical responsibility has unknown written all over it. And yet still we answer the call. Still we show up. Still we take action. And still we remain 10 out of 10 willing. Radical responsibility is what is required to go on this journey. And I wanted that to be one of the very all of these things to be one of the very first messages that you hear in this podcast because this episode in itself is a pillar to what it to what it actually means for this podcast to be created is to teach people how to learn these things and implement them in their lives for the betterment of all around them so going to take a breath have a sip of tea sip on yours if you've got some right so just to recap this is what's required to go on this deeper journey of self-acceptance into the unknown where the only map that you have demands that you listen that you learn to listen to these foreign voices inside the body in the intuition and your emotions maybe, where your excuses and your reasons and your justifications will not save you down here, where no one but yourself can come to your rescue. These are all the things that are required to go on that journey. So if it's sounding like, or if it feels like you're getting lit up about everything that you've just heard, awesome. I would love to have you journey through these future episodes with us and, you know, learning as much as you can and if it feels uncomfortable right now that's okay too because I'm going to end this episode on this everything I have just said right 
is a guide. If you do not live this way, with these pillars, with 10 out of 10 willingness, ownership, communication, radical honesty, responsibility, just know that that's a part of your journey and that there's no right or wrong. I really want that piece to be clear. Maybe on your journey right now, you're not meant to be operating in this way. Maybe your lesson or your journey is taking you on another route right now and that's what's needed. I'm such a stand for really expressing that everyone's journey is unique. Okay, so if you don't align with the, this messages or if this is not the medicine that you need right now, that is totally fine. And it means it doesn't mean that it doesn't mean any of the usual things we make it mean when we feel like we're not stepping up or something. No, it just might mean that this is not the medicine for you right now. But for those of you who are like, uh, yes, this is what I needed yesterday. Or you're like, uh, this is what I know I needed yesterday, but I have been like not willing and now I'm willing. Then this will be the medicine for you. Okay, so take what you need, leave what you don't from this. But enjoy your journey. And that's how I wanted to end this episode. So if you have any questions, right, um, do let me know. I would love to hear your feedback on this episode in particular. Um, But all in all, that's what's required to go on this journey, on this deeper journey of self-acceptance. Oof, one I, I missed and I'm so glad I caught. Something that is pivotal to this journey is community. Community. Wow, how did I forget that? They say that it takes a tribe to raise a child. And in some ways, what we're doing here is re-raising out in the child. Going back and having a look at things that were missed things that we could add in and so that that does in some sense take it take a tribe find your community and if you are looking for one then we we do have a community called te whare wananga o ahure i'll leave it in the um in the show notes down below and you can come and join that growing community where we teach self-acceptance human design and many other things. Everyone is, is welcome to share their magic in that community. So, whew, I'm so glad I covered that one. But I'm nearing the 30 minute mark. Something that I'm having a major crack up to is that I love to talk. And yet, funnily enough, I've got this, this, this platform, this podcast to speak on. And ironically, the episodes are like really short. So, I don't know what's going on there. But... In fact, I think I do know what's going on. These podcasts are being co-created and I'm being guided and 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 supported by such a deeper wisdom. And that just means that I can express the message potently in a shorter amount of time. And I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be mad about that. So I'm gonna leave it there, everyone. Thank you for tuning into this episode and we'll catch you on the next. Kakite, thank you.
Thanks for tuning into this episode of Warapana. If you have any questions or shares, I would love to receive them. And you can find me on Instagram at jade.benioni. And you can check the spelling on my name up above in this podcast. Send me a message or tag me in a story to share anything that you're loving, that you're resonating with, or that you have feedback on. I'm here for it all, seriously. The good, the bad, the ugly. This is how I live my life. And look, while you're there on my page, feel free to browse through the link in my bio for any additional support you may want. One of the common ones is to book in a free 30-minute no agenda coaching chat. It's very popular. Otherwise, see you on the next episode. Kakite, catcha.